0: Hey everyone, this is Tyler from BNT Talk Sports. Last night, Ben and I had the opportunity to interview one of BYU football's newest recruits, LJ Martin, a four-star running back out of El Paso, Texas. Honestly, Ben and I had so much fun interviewing him and getting to know him throughout this whole process. Thanks again to LJ for the time, and thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoy. Alright, welcome everybody. It is February 8th, 2023. I'm Tyler. I'm here with Ben. What's up, Ben? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Right now we have on a very special guest, LJ. What's up, man? How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, no, yeah, thanks sure. to you, man. All right. So first things first, I think something the viewers and listeners, what they want to know is on scale of one to ten, how good's your drip?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I read about like a five or a six. I mean, yeah, I don't really dress up, you know. I just like, you know, I'm just really a laid down. You know, it's always sweats and a hoodie type thing. You know, I'm not trying to really impress no one. But when I need to get down, I can get down a little bit. So yeah,
0: you. if you if you need to pull off a fit, you're capable. But most of the yes, time, sir. you're rocking sweats and like a sweatshirt. Okay, you're- mm-hmm. yes sir.
2: Living here in Provo, dude. Yeah. so cold.
0: When it, yeah, when it, oh, man. Yeah, we're pushing you know thirty degrees right now. So, yeah, and just last week it was reaching single digits. So it
1: was like, 10. oh yeah. yeah, I know right here. Out here, I think it was like seventy on Sunday. Oh God. 70, seventy-two. So yeah, that,
0: might, that must be super nice right now. But uh-huh. down in El Paso, for the, the our listeners that uh, are unaware, uh, I bet super nice right now. But uh, come. June, July, August—it's a oh, yeah. whole different beast. Yeah, yeah, so- we
1: had like one hundred eight, one hundred ten—we get crazy.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, I'm sure, dude. Mm-hmm. The humidity too. Yeah,
0: all yeah. of that. But okay, well, we, we, just, we yeah. just had to uh, get that off the table. I mean, we can't
2: talk about how cold it is here either. We might just try to get out of this letter of intent. Yeah, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> I do. I don't know. Yeah, we love it. We love it here in Provo. It's just it's so you know cool.
2: Well, <laughs> Probably weather in Stanford. That sounds better. Yeah. yeah right. I'm just messing. Or out
0: there in Lubbock. Yeah. Know. yeah, yeah. Oh, but of course we're just messing, but yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, LJ, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, we have listeners from a bunch of different countries actually. So um, <laughs> believe it or not.
2: Like, Why? I don't know. Yeah. A lot
0: of guys, what? a lot of guys like to listen to us, I guess, um, from all over, but they might not be super aware of you mm-hmm. or uh, football in general, or, but tell us like a little bit about yourself. Like, you know, where you from? Where would you grow up? How you got into football? What do you like to do, man? Just a LJ, the personal side.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I grew up in El Paso, Texas. So, I mean, you know, it's on, it's like right next to Mexico. So, like, I mean, you know, we're driving on the highway and you're looking over, like, the street and you can see Mexico right there. So, it's, like, pretty cool and stuff like that. Um, I probably live, like, five minutes from a port of entry. So, okay. that's pretty cool. So, yeah, like, you know, and then a lot of us speak Spanish down here, things like that. So, I grew up with that culture. Um, What else? I mean, you know, I started playing football at a young age, probably like, what, five years old, four years old. I started playing uh, uh, flag football, Um, you know. And then once I got, like, first grade, second grade, that's when I started playing tackle football. And that's where it got me now. So, yeah. And then, but I grew up playing basketball. I was really a hooper. Good. But I didn't start taking this – I didn't start taking football seriously until, I would say, like, my sophomore year. Okay. Like, the end of my sophomore year, that's when I started taking football seriously. Before that, I was always all basketball. So, like, I played against a couple of guys. Like, I don't know if you guys know who Robert Dillingham is. Yeah. Like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: I played him – yeah, yeah, I played him in eighth grade. Damn. Um. I mean, right. You know, I played a – Bronny's team, so Bronny, you know, like in the Blue Chips, I played them in Hawaii, Ohio, and LeBron was there, so it was pretty cool. Oh, that's Like that, so yeah, it was It's a crazy story, like,
0: so yeah. Dang, man. Dude, that's, I, and, and you know this kid plays ball when he says, like, I'm a hooper. Yeah. Like, he yeah, he yeah. used to say, I play basketball. He, yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. say, I'm a hooper. You know, that it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, I like to think I'm a hooper. We like to think we're hoopers, but yeah. but, uh, But I guess you'd have to see us to really, like, judge that. But um, I
2: (laughs) I got a question just based off your introduction. Like, I know you played basketball and football growing up and stuff. Mm -hmm. You said you started uh, playing – taking football more seriously, sort of like in your sophomore year. Like, when – was there a specific point, like, in your career, like, whether it was your – like, or a specific moment where you're like, like, maybe I can go somewhere with this. Like, maybe I can be a three-, four-star running back. Going to play power five football, yeah, like, I, was there a moment that just made you think, yeah, or like, when
0: did that ever cross your mind, like, oh, snap, I could go to college,
2: yeah.
1: Um, you know, I always to grow up, that was always my dream, right? So, like, oh. you know, I never thought there was a point where I wasn't going to go to college, like, yeah, you know, I always just thought, like, you know, like I didn't even know there was like a JV freshman varsity team for football. Always yeah. going into high school, I just thought it was just varsity, right? So, I go to varsity, right? So, I go to, varsity, right? so, I go to football practice. And they send freshmen to another field, and it's JV on varsity on, like, the main Uh fields. So I'm not listening, so I'm staying with JV and varsity. I end up practicing with them on accident. I end up doing well. I get moved up to varsity, like, third game of the season. And I'm out there carrying the ball and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool how that worked out. But um, I would say my sophomore year, I was at a basketball tournament, and I didn't play AAU my freshman year because of COVID.
2: Mm-hmm. so
1: um, I was out there playing and stuff like that. I wasn't doing too well, you know, and then because I played with these guys when I was younger, and he's like, and one of my friends was like, hey, bro, like, how come you don't drive anymore, right? And then I was like, what do you mean? Like, I've never drove. Like, I never had a car. I never had a license. But he was talking about, like, driving, getting into the basket and stuff. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, right? At that point, I was just like, I'm not, like, you know, like, in a hooper mindset anymore, you know? Like, I'm just out of it. Yeah. so at that point i was like all right i must just go full-fledged on football and then probably like about a week or two later um i did my first camp at texas state i didn't do two hours when my dad got on me because my dad you know he's the one that pushed me and stuff like that and,
0: and then the and next day your dad played ball in college if i remember yes, sir. Right. okay west to
1: cool. new mexico yes sir okay. so you played again he played with some guys right. like Chauncey Billups, um, Tony Gonzalez. Oh, it's yeah, not that's
0: we play basketball with, so yeah, just,
1: just some of his teammates, just yeah, some, guys. Just some yeah. guys, Chauncey
0: Billups, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh huh, so yeah. yeah, that's
2: crazy,
1: man. But that's him, and then so like I went test SMU the next day, and then I ended up, um, you know, talking to DeMarco Murray. Like he came up to me, I didn't know it was him at the time, I just saw the OU. <laughs> Thing, right he come up to me he's talking to me like I'm gonna follow you around I'm like yeah for sure like you're not gonna follow me around right like
2: uh-huh. I mean
1: that was the first college coach I've ever had contact with and he's wearing OU hats so I was like whatever like you know <laughs> hopefully he does but it's probably not gonna happen yeah, so yeah. I was just going through drills you know just trying my best and sure enough he's right there behind me recording stuff like that wow. so i Like, what the heck? You know, like, he's actually doing it. He's like, hey, we're going to have a camp next week at Oklahoma. I really want you to be there. We can do, like, unofficial stuff like that. Like, okay, for sure. So, sure enough, we make it out, talking to him. Um, I did all right and stuff like that. But then on the way up there, actually, to Norman, so I was in the airport. It's the Dallas airport. We were flying Delta. I remember that because it's a different airport. It's, like, my first offer, so I'm in line. They get McDonald's. I just ordered, and then – the lady, um, I get a call from UTSA and they're like, hey, we want to be the first ones to offer you a scholarship. Because he was like, I can't let you go up to OU and then be the first ones to offer you because then there's like no way you're going to get out of that. Yeah, Because if they're like the first ones to offer, it's like, you know, you just have a special connection with them. But yeah, so they're the first ones to offer me and that's how that went. And then after that, it just got rolling. I went to the Baylor camp, ran a four or five flat. And then I got offered there. After the camp so yeah that was really fun.
0: So it, it was like the snowball effect once once you mm-hmm. kind of got a feel for it once you started to perform then yeah and then once uh different colleges get word of you and see you at these camps then the offers mm-hmm. just go flying man that is that's is cool. um and so let's so now now we're on the topic of like commitment and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh again we're we're big BYU guys so uh we know that you initially committed to Texas Tech um, mm. off the bat, and then changed to Stanford, changed to BYU. Kind of walk yes. us through walk us through that journey. Uh, what what were the biggest things that happened? What were the your thoughts uh, that led you from Tech to Stanford and to eventually signing with BYU?
1: So uh, at the time, Texas Tech was my number one option. And they had right, so I don't really tell the story much. I'll tell it now that I'm signing stuff, but right, so yeah, yeah, no, go
2: go for it. Yeah, if they come go, down to go. the school, right? School. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right.
1: So they have their running back come down to the school and stuff like their running back coach come down to the school and he's like, "Hey, we really like you and everything, but if you don't um commit right like by the end of this weekend, we're gonna pull your scholarship because this other kid wants to commit, right? So I'm talking to my parents. They're just like, you "Just go ahead and commit on it." And, you know, like, you know, just commit. Because that was my number one at the time. But in the you back mean, of my head, I
0: they they if they're, if they're going to say that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh-huh, right. So but then now or later.
0: Like, or now or never, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: But then at the same time, I was just like, okay, like, but if something comes around, like, I'm not going to feel bad when I decommit because I told you guys, like, I don't think I was ready to commit <laughs> and stuff like that. So, sure enough, I had been talking to Coach G, the coach, uh, running back coach at Stanford since, like, January and stuff like that. And sure enough, he talked to me. Um, I finally got offered in May by Stanford. And then I took my official visit to Stanford. I got in. And then I got in the following like, day after I got back from the visit. And they were like, hey, um, right. So then I was like, all right, I'm going to commit right there. Like, that's because that's where I wanted to be, you know, because Coach G, I feel like I was in really good hands and stuff like that. So then I called the Stack. I was like, I'm not going on the official no more. I'm going to go to Stanford, you know, I'm be committed, stuff like that. And then, so this whole season I've been, I've been a uh, Stanford commit. So, right. So all the last season, stuff like that. And then coach Shaw resigns. So that happens. Mm-hmm. And then they release my running back coach, but then, right. So like three days later, after coach Shaw resigned, that's when uh, coach Harvey, coach McDaniel, they reached out. They're like, hey, we like you over here at BYU, you know. So they came down for, like, a home visit. I took the official visit. I loved it. That's how I ended up signing.
2: That's Ah. sick. That's that's (laughs) a wild journey. I guess a follow-up question I had is, like, you know, I mean, as, you know, BYU fans, BYU students, you know, we're members uh, or we're LDS. Like, Mm -hmm. I guess, like, for you, like, what were sort of your thoughts or, like, did you have any like concerns or reservations when BYU came calling was interested in sort of like, like wondering if it was like a cultural fit or like, what about BYU and the fact that it's like unique from like a, like a cultural standpoint as a school and like the values, the honor code, you know, that's something that holds BYU back from getting a lot of, you know, recruits of your quality of your status. So like, uh, what was it about like BYU from that cultural aspect that made you feel comfortable committing and signing at BYU? Yeah,
1: at first it was a little bit like you know I was a little bit concerned because you know I'm not a part of the LDS Church and stuff like that, right? And you hear about BYU and you know, I mean, you know how everyone talks about you guys. It's like more, yeah, yeah. you know,
0: yeah, we're we're well aware, we're well aware, <laughs> but yeah.
1: Right, Wait, so I actually see,
0: Barstool. We, see yeah. we see all the social media, TikTok. yeah. We'll, we'll see Slovis's <laughs> comments that he's made years before, uh huh. Well, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Ten, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, right, so I actually had a friend that was part of the church and he uh he used to play basketball with me and he actually moved up to Utah, so he's like 20 minutes from Provo actually. Oh, so we met God. him, so we saw him up there on the official visit, but you know, right, so. At first, I was a little bit concerned, and then, you know, just going into it, I talked to my dad. They are like – my dad was like, well, like, football, from a football standpoint, like, that's what you want to be, you know. They got the big old Polynesian dudes. They're going to go out over there, block the butts off for of you, stuff like that, right? So, like, so whatever you do, just say you're interested, and then we can really look at it. So I told them I was interested. They offered. And then, you know, just going up there, it was just like – I was a little bit concerned because I was like, you know, maybe I won't fit in, but, you know, it's just like – I mean, you guys are just like – everyone else, you know, like the same people kind of, you know, you guys just treat people a little bit better, I would say, and there's nothing wrong with treating people better, you know, and then, you know, I'm a man of God myself too. I'm just not part of the LDS church. And, you know, Amen. just seeing like all you guys' roles, like your morals and stuff like that, that aligns with me, you know, I don't go out partying. party. I don't really, I don't really party at all. Unless my mom makes me go to like a family event, I don't drink or Amen. smoke, stuff like that. So, you know, Amen. I was just like, that's perfect, you know? Like, not only that, it's religious based. It's not my religion, but it's based off like the same God and stuff like that. So it's like, I don't see why I wouldn't go there.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Especially because you look at, and I'm sure you know this, but you look at past BYU football players who are currently in the NFL right now. There's a lot of them that aren't members of the
2: LDS Church. I mean, heck, I think the, of a, a, a BYU running back.
0: I think of two BYU running backs. Well, yeah, uh-huh. Jamal, he's a big Lions fan, so um, yeah. so, so he's a big I Jamal Williams. Jamal guy. Williams. I mean, how can you not love Jamal it's Williams? A, yeah, it's uh-huh. a, and then Tyler Algier just this past season. A, mm-hmm. They're they're both non-members to my to my knowledge. Um, I know
1: Tyler's not a, not Tyler's a non-member because I talked to him okay. on the phone actually, and because when I when, when they first offered, he uh, reached out on the phone and stuff like that. He was like, here's my number. You know, if you ever oh, need anything, it. so just cool. call me. you nice. got questions, right? So, yeah. you know, I went ahead like, and called him. And I asked him about, like, the honor code and stuff or yeah. how it was for him being, like, a non-member, you know. Because mm-hmm. it's yeah. a little – you know, you have a little bit of concerns because most of you guys oh, are members yeah. yeah. of
0: the church. So, yeah. For yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay, I
2: didn't know that. That's sick,
0: though. But that's yeah. super cool. And, like, we, we grew up in Virginia. That's where we're from. and okay. so obviously like Utah is very different culturally, even for us as members of the church mm-hmm. up in Virginia.
2: My yes, friends weren't members of the church. Yeah, like,
0: exactly. Yeah. And so I, I'm not gonna say I understand because um, it's a very different situation for you, but yeah. that's really cool that not only you're a man of faith, but um, uh, different varied it's players. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, that's reached cool. out to you and Mm-hmm. Hey, like, hey, look—you got two friends already, right here in Provo. Oh. You, got, you got two buddies. Yeah, I, 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 I look, you'll definitely have more, but uh, uh-huh. that, that'll probably be better with your time. But uh, no, you'll definitely well, fit in.
2: Well, speaking of which, I know you said that your first office, your first offer—you know, like that—means a lot. So, I'd mm-hmm. like to officially offer you a spot on our intramural basketball team. We are the first to offer you. Yeah, we're we're so, offering BYU like, so, basketball. So, you just keep say. that in mind. It's good for your recruit. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, just 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 in case you anyone can, else tries to yeah, snatch. We you, were
2: first. We, yeah,
1: just, just yeah, definitely, I'll, definitely. I'll be on your guy to see before anyone else. Is, yes, sir. Okay, well, I,
0: we love we love see. to hear that. Awesome. Yeah. So, like, um, okay, yeah. Let's let's talk a little bit more about Provo here. Um, what? what tell us exactly, like, what did you love about B- Provo when when you came here? Um, or about BYU? Maybe was it? the people is it like the facilities is it the fact that BYU has a very big fan base nationwide. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a lot of uh, recognition on national television. What, what were kind of, maybe like break that down for us. What were some of the. Um, I would
1: about? say the first thing was, you know, just the relationships, you know, the people, cause I mean, that's the next four years of my life, you know, pretty much and stuff like that. So I was like, I want to make sure the people I'm going to be around are like solid people. You know, I don't want to go around, You know, just not making not feel like genuine, you know, like I just want them to be like genuine with me and things like that. So I just felt like people out there were great, all the recruits, you know, the coaches, they were just great people, the players, too. And then on top of that, you know, you start touring the facilities. I mean, just like, oh, shoot, you know, like they got some nice stuff, right? Yeah. and then like and then they're telling you like oh but we got to tear this down and then we're gonna build it back up like better because it's not the big 12 regulations so i'm just like i mean this is something nicer than some of the big 12 schools i've been to you know And
0: uh, you're telling you gotta tear like, this, this good down. like no need to tear it down oh. but you're gonna tear it down make it better oh
1: okay. yeah i was like you tear it down make it better shoot like you know i'm excited <laughs> for this you know like you see that, and then, you know, just the people of that, and then, you know, also the fan base, I mean, like, I mean, you know, you go check my Twitter, I mean, shoot, I post something, it's like, I remember posting the offer, it was almost like, a, like 800, 900 likes on the offer, and that's just the offer compared to, and like, you know, like, I mean, you just don't see, like, that kind of type of fan base nowhere, like, actually, the other day, yesterday was C night for basketball, right? Uh-huh. So there's this, I don't know where she came from, but, like, right, so, right, so we're taking pictures out of the court and stuff like that. So after it ends, um, a lady, she comes up to me. She's like, hey, me and my family are, like, really big BYU fans. We, have, we got you these cupcakes, right, and they're BYU cupcakes. And I'm like, what the heck, like like, where this is happening, you know, like, you don't see that nowhere else, like.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I'm sure Texas Tech and Stanford are great, but I'm not sure if you get if that it, same treatment. Yeah, I you know, think your basketball
2: uh-huh. team's giving you cupcakes, I don't think so. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah. That's very yeah, serious. Yeah, is awesome.
2: No, that's, that's awesome. That's cool, man.
0: And mm-hmm. I, I can definitely speak firsthand, like, yeah, we BYU fans, we love our football and our football players. are very passionate. Uh-huh. And with the good kind of comes – the maybe the ugly the bad side are you scared of criticism are you from the fans at least or uh
2: that's that's a lot of pressure I would imagine like putting myself into like a player's shoes playing division one football at a power five level being on ESPN like um how how do you anticipate like being able to like overcome that adversity or to be able to sort of like be on social media, but be able to block out like the noise that sort of tears you down.
1: Um, I would say it's just like, I mean, you know, from the ring back position, I think it's a little bit different because I mean, you know, I would say like O line gets a lot of the credit. Does it make sense? Like, yeah, you can bust a big run, but without that, that doesn't happen with the O line, right? So that's what everyone kind of looks at, right? So, say I'm not doing well, the first people first eyes go to the O line wall, it's the O line blocking, right? And if the O-line blocking, that's at least, like, four yards every carry. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, it's not really much from the running back position that I'm looking at it going in. You know, I'm just trying to go out there and make an impact. As long as I'm not foaming the ball, I mean, I'm really not going to get no criticism. Does it make sense? Yeah. Unless I'm just, I like, missing wide open holes, then yeah. that's when I'll get criticism. But I shouldn't be missing wide open holes, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I definitely got stuff to work on and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah. But, I mean, you know, you just go in there, you just go out there, have fun and stuff like that. You know, just go play like like you're in high school or you're in middle school. You know, you don't worry, really worry about it. And then, you know, along with the praise is going to come some doubters and stuff like that. But, you know, you just – I mean, you know, my coach gave me a quote the other day. He says, um, don't seek criticism from those you wouldn't seek advice from. You know, so, like, That's if I'm normal. not going to seek yeah. advice from you, I'm not going to get – you know, I shouldn't take your criticism, really, you know. Of course, there's going to be people, like, you know, telling me to work on stuff, and that's great criticism, you know. But, like, I mean, you know, I have Coach Harvey, who I feel like really knows what he's doing. He's played in the NFL. He put two NFL backs out there. So, I mean, you know, that's pretty much all the criticism I need. So, yeah.
0: All right. That's a super good mindset, especially, mm-hmm. especially now BYU as an athletic program especially football is taking a really big pivot going into the Mm -hmm. big 12 you're in big 12 country out there in texas uh and obviously BYU released their schedule you know shortly was it before or after signing day it was right before right before i think think. day or two before Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah yeah if i remember right uh what are your thoughts on the schedule i mean that is as a byu fan exciting it's super exciting for us so mm-hmm. and obviously might hit a little bit different with you being from big 12 country so is Oklahoma there home on the schedule at texas yeah you uh, know tcu yeah, yeah. is Tech there Tech. yeah there's all these different games cincinnati you know another yeah, newcomer yeah. are there any games on the schedule that you're kind of circling on your calendar
1: uh no but i'm excited for a lot of them you know just going out there competing you no know, i saw the one against Arkansas, had been out since, like, you know, a while before.
0: Yeah, oh, I mean, and yeah, really... on conference,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh uh-huh. And I was excited for that one just because, I mean, you know, you always hear about SEC and stuff like that, yeah. and you'll be on the road, the SEC environment. So it's, like, just a chance to compete, you know, stuff like that. So that's really what I'm excited for, just going out there competing, you know, because, I mean, that's just something I love to do, competing and uh-huh. things like that. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. But I would say I want to play Iowa State. So we do play Iowa State at home, I believe. Uh-huh, boys. But yeah, because I have a friend. We used to play basketball together when we were younger, and he's a safety for them.
2: Oh, nice! So okay.
1: yeah, I've played him in high school, but I was a freshman. He was a sophomore, so it wasn't. We weren't it wasn't like. Fair. Really, yeah, we weren't really like that good yet. Not that we weren't, but like we developed a lot, like from our his sophomore year to his senior year, and my freshman year to my junior year. So, yeah, I'm excited to play him, and that would be pretty cool.
2: Um,
0: that'd be that'd be so cool and that's so awesome for you to have a friend like someone that you know again like when you guys played basketball together but on the football side when y'all were really young uh, you played against each other and now you're at the d1 level i mean the game's probably gonna be on the spn um nationally televised and so that that's super cool and yeah we uh we need some revenge against Arkansas, so I yeah I, I I'm looking forward to that
2: game as yeah, well. It was pretty good last time. Uh, I guess uh, another question that I had, um, I'm sure you may have talked about this, um, but to clarify, you did you signed in December, right? Yes, you actually mm-hmm. signed in December, but you announced yeah. on this latest signing day. So sort of like <laughs> what went into that, and also how were you able to keep it that quiet for? Like about you know a month plus,
1: yeah right. So I mean, if you know me, I mean I'm not really a talkative guy. I'm not like out there like oh I'm signed to BYU. Like I wear the BYU stuff, but I'm not gonna be like oh I'm BYU signing whatever Mm -hmm. right. Like I'm not out there like that really. So you know when it happened, I remember because I went on the official. I I committed like probably the week after I went on the official. So I've been committed since then, and then I finally signed. But I remember signing, I just did, like, something really small at my house. It was just my family and, like, my grandparents, and that was it. And, you know, we just kept it low. I mean, I wasn't going out there telling no one. I was still wear it. so, at the time, we were ordering our BYU stuff for, like, signing day and things like that and, you know, like this hoodie and stuff like that. So, you know, I remember I would still wear my Stanford one, right, because, I mean, I needed one to wear. So, I would always – You know, I would wear that one, stuff like that. And then finally, I remember once signing day came, I was like, all right, cool. Now I can switch to my BYU bag, you know, because it finally came in and stuff like that. So I was able to wear that stuff. Yeah, But yeah, and then also what went into signing early is because I know um, my recruitment. So like there's been a lot of committing and uncommitting. So Mm -hmm. I knew people would like question it kind of. And not only that, they came in so late in the game, BYU did. That it was, like, we didn't have, like, a really good relationship yet. Does it make sense? Yeah. Like, I knew they were genuine people, but I know, like, if I was a coach and I was looking at myself, it'd be like, I don't know if I could trust this kid to sign with us the second day. You know, like, just looking from a coach's standpoint, I will put him in a tough position. So, I was like, I'm going to go ahead and sign on the first signing day. So, You know, I want to be a BYU group. I don't want to be nowhere else. So, I went ahead and did that, you know, because – But I still had coaches hitting me up, and I was like, hey, coach, you know, I'm signed already, like, you know, I'm a Cougar, like, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Gotcha.
2: That's cool. That's very unique. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm curious. I'm just curious, because I wish I could relate to you, like, you know, have all these D1 offers um, (laughs) from all these, like, big-time football schools. I, you know. (sighs) Yeah. back you know back in my day you know when I <laughs> um played ball but uh yeah. so like when you're committed to Texas Tech or Stanford and you decommit um and obviously eventually signed BYU I, I guess we'll use Stanford what was that like telling Stanford like hey sorry um I'm gonna decommit is like breaking up with like your girl, or like it's gotta be tough, or like
1: it's gotta be, it is tough, right? Yeah. So, I would say the Stanford one wasn't like as much because the coaches had left, right? So, they resigned, they left. So, and that's was more
0: understandable like, in like the recruiting world, mm-hmm, yeah. right? So,
1: like, and I had no attachment to them really. Once the coaches left, it's like, hey, like, I mean, you know, like, I mean, I don't, not that. I didn't commit to you guys, you know, I committed to kind of like the coaches because the coaches have a big part in me, you know, like that's going to develop you and stuff like that. So, of course, you commit to the school, but it's really like the coaching staff who got like – because that's your relationships, right? But I would say like the Texas Tech one, I remember calling them and, you know, like I'm on the phone and I'm just like, dang, like, you know, like you got to tell them and it's just like kind of weird because they're like, oh, excited to talk to you. And like, hey, coach, uh, I'm going to go ahead and decommit right and, and it's like dang right and they're like wait like you know and they start like giving you the rundown like oh you know like I think you make a big mistake stuff like that you know like it's like alright right and then they kind of give you like an earful yeah. and stuff like that. It's
0: not you it's me All yeah. Right,
1: Yeah right so you're just on the phone taking it you're just like yeah oh, yes sir yes sir you know like just kind <laughs> of hang up you know like yeah, I, stuff I, like I, that.
2: I guess, sorry, I, but, like, <laughs> I'm also thinking of this, like, I didn't think about this until now, but, like, you decommitted after, like, you know, coach, like, David Shaw resigned, and then your position coach was, like, 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 at that point, like, who were you even calling to decommit? Like, did they still have members of, like, the recruiting... their coaching staff, like, I'm still sure in place? Yes. So
1: they got someone, like, the football operation, and they had the athletic director, like, reaching out to us and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. right? So when I was at BYU for that, right? So when I was at BYU, that's when they named the new head coach. And, right, so then I had to be committed by then, right? So they got the new head coach in contact with me. They flew him down, like, that week. I had had committed to BYU the day before. I tried to call and decommit from Stanford. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, I tell you, like, I was on the phone for, like, 40 minutes with this dude and like, <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was a lot of conversation, you know, and it didn't really go nowhere. So I had the coach from Stanford come down talk to me, you know, and just hear him out and stuff like that. I understood what he was saying, but, you know, at the end of the day, he was an air raid dude, you know, that's kind of like what he's known for. You know, like it's more of like an air raid. So it was like, you know, like I believe like he's going to be a good coach and stuff like that, but, you know, it just doesn't feel my play style. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't, you know relate to my dream you know playing in the nfl you know so i was like yeah i hear what you're saying but you know i'm gonna still go ahead and decommit, you know like, i really respect you as a person and stuff like that so yeah that's what happened that's
2: gotcha. nice wow. cool that's
0: kind of fun mm-hmm. um yeah. fun to hear about sorry not I, i'm sure experiencing it is not quite as fun yeah that but, would not be as fun uh, uh-huh. yeah and i far- don't pity that <laughs> yeah. All right, with- I with envy. Yeah, well, we don't want to take up too much of your time here. Uh, well, I just, I'm just, i just curious to get to know you a little bit better. So uh, apart from, like, your friends and family and, like, being at home, what are you going to miss most when you're out here in Provo about El Paso?
1: Um, I would probably say it's going to be like the food. Sure, I'm
0: sure. I. So, again, familiar with LDS Church, Um, I, I served mm-hmm. my mission in Sonora, so, okay. Mexican border, but, like, right under Arizona. So, I'm with mm-hmm. you there. I miss the Mexican food, for sure. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking Mexican food, unless there's mm-hmm. – Texas has got the best food. Texas is good food. What, what's your favorite food?
1: Uh, Mine is Mexican food. I mean, that's what I grew up on. So, like, my grandma, that's what she makes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then my mom, too. So, you know, I grew up on Mexican food, like, because, oh, I mean – out here, it's just my mom's family, so my mom's side of the family, then my dad, of course, mm-hmm. but his height of the family was in, like, California, they're from Mississippi, and stuff like that, so, I mean, you know, they're far away, so I'm really just close to my mom's family, uh-huh. so, you know, every gathering, it's always Mexican food and stuff like that, you know, tacos, you I know, mean, mm-hmm. all that, quesadillas and enchiladas. Uh-huh. So I'm definitely going to miss that probably the most. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's <laughs> some pretty good Mexican places out here in Provo, but it's not going to be yeah, mom's. It's, a- it's not going to be mom's cooking. It's definitely not going to oh, be yeah. you know, mm-hmm. right there on the border. So, yeah. um, all right. Who's, you have an NFL team? You got a favorite NFL team? Or um, I would say,
1: say it's probably like the Ravens just because um, growing up, I was like a big Ray Lewis fan. I loved his dance. I mean, I love the story. So, that's who I became a fan of. I remember it was like in first grade. I had just became a Ravens fan, and they, they go on to win the Super Bowl. And Ray Lewis retires, so mm-hmm. everyone called me a bandwagon. So I was like, "All right, you guys are just haters," you know. Like, <laughs> I promise you, like that was my team, yeah. right? But then, you know, they start losing and stuff like that. They kind of go into rebuild after Ray Lewis left, and then, right? So, I, I mean, you know, me, I'm I'm a winner, right? So if I can't control it, right? So if I'm on the team and we're losing, I mean, I'm just going to stick with it and win. But since I'm not part of the team, you know, I got nothing to do with it. I'm like, oh, I got to jump ship. You know, like, I can't, I can't affect the team. Like, so I got to jump ship. So, you know, I went to the Broncos, Seahawks. I mean, I did all of it. So, you know, they gave me a tough time. But, you know, once they drafted Lamar Jackson, I mean, I was like the number one Lamar fan. Uh-huh. And uh, when he was in college and stuff like that, you know, I really liked him. I don't know why, but, you know, I just thought – because I watched the Syracuse game where he, like, hurdles the dude. Oh, yeah. And that was like, kind of his coming-out game. I watched it. So, that's when I – he became my favorite player. So,
0: the I, the I would say I'm really a- unstoppable, and he's so fun to
2: watch. So, yeah. mm-hmm. hard, hard to blame you for that one. And you're a big LeBron guy, right?
1: Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm so a-
2: – so- I know you're talking about like how you were like a big fan of the Ravens, and then they started losing, so you bailed. So like how how haven't you bailed on the Lakers yet after the last couple of years? Haven't bailed See, on the Sun yet.
1: It's <laughs> different because uh, my dad he's a big Kobe fan, right? So he, grew oh, up, he he's a Kobe fan, so the Lakers, right? So the Lakers are my favorite team, but it was really LeBron, like wherever he's at, like you know I'm following. Yeah. So I used to have like all the LeBron jerseys. I mean, I had LeBron shoes. That's all. I mean, and they have, like, you know he has the LJ logo? So, like, oh, if yeah. it's perfect with LJ, you know like.
2: true. Yeah, mm-hmm, so yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah.
2: So, you're a he-at fan, like, wherever he mm-hmm. yeah. at. Yo, wherever he at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. That's a classic. How How's it feel that last night the second greatest player of all time became the – all the time they can score. No,
2: no, no. I
1: think you're on that one. He's a great.
0: I'm messing, I'm messing. No, I'm, I'm as <laughs> the goat guy
2: too. Yeah, I like I like with, LeBron yeah. for
0: sure, but that was pretty that was a cool moment last that night sick, yeah. passing Kareem for the most points. Ever. Yeah,
1: unfortunately they lost. That's the sad part. Yeah. I remember I was I was watching it.
0: teams. It's I know the
1: I was disappointed. So yeah. But who, who's your goat?
0: My goat, I uh, and like you can, he's got he's guess, got like a
2: big theory. I have I have yeah. a theory.
0: Like if you go, this is true. All of our listeners, I'm sure we have it somewhere. I break it down to three categories here. I have the, the most skilled, mm-hmm. most dominant, and then who I would pick first overall if I were a coach. So the most skilled in my eyes is Michael Jordan. I think most skilled. Huh. Yes, he got
1: the most skills. Okay,
0: I I I would say Michael Jordan at his peak has has the most skill. I think the most dominant ever was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, the dude was just played for a long time, had an unstoppable sky hook. He scored a lot of those points, only having one three-pointer. I mean, the dude was just really good. And then I would pick LeBron first out of anybody if I were. So he is
1: your goat.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I would say based off your inter- that's always been my interpretation. Yeah, I
0: I would. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to. It's hard to say no. Um, I would love maybe one day we'll get to see some kind of like simulation where it's like LeBron versus Jordan or something. Uh,
1: yeah, because I understand exactly what you're saying. Because I always had that debate with my friends. I'm like, if you're building the dream player, it's LeBron. Like, it's,
2: yeah. and that's true. He's he's and the, like the longevity yeah. to like uh-huh. Jordan at. Like I, because you know, before we did this interview, like I'm not gonna lie, like I stalked your Twitter a little bit. I saw you liked the tweet, and I'd seen this last night and agreed with it, where it was like uh-huh. Ron at 38, MJ at 38, and MJ at uh-huh. 38 was him when he was on the Wizards. <laughs> so yeah,
0: point uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. right, point. Yeah. We don't stalk. We just do research. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's,
1: it's, 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 of course you got
0: to do your research. research. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. If if you see a cute girl in like your science class here at BYU and you know you just do research, you'll stalk her. Oh, yeah. Uh Yeah. Uh, But okay, cool. Big LeBron guy. We respect Mm -hmm. that. And then kind of, uh, yeah. We'll just wrap up here. Do you have any questions for us about Provo, about (laughs) BYU, about France? Like 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 shoot them, spit them out, man.
1: Really? Like the only question I could ask is about campus because I have never seen campus. I know I was up there for the official, uh-huh. but they were like, hey, you know, because like the photo shoot went a little bit long and they're like, we could take you to the campus if you want to do like, you want a campus tour, we could go snowmobiling and to the grid. I don't know if you guys been to the grid.
0: Yeah, it's the it's the big
1: like uh, indoor go-kart. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah. they said indoor go-kart because out here in El Paso, we don't got that like at all. And they said snowmobiling, right? I was like, yeah, I'll go do those instead of checking
2: out campus. you yeah. know. That's <laughs> Decision?
0: Uh, yeah. how, how dare you go snowmobiling <laughs> and go karting when you could have mm. gone into and ch- checked out the classroom. Yeah, that would have been a long. In the year. library. Yeah. All right. Well, what you want to know about campus? Just like what's it like? Or like?
1: I mean, shoot. I mean, I don't even know what to ask you guys about it. I really got <laughs> nothing about it. Like, I'll, you know, shoot. I mean, I'll,
0: I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. It's nice. It's a, it's nice, a nice campus. campus. Yeah. Um, I. It's – there's a lot of, like, really old buildings, like, historical buildings. This this thing this is my thing. There's – half of the buildings on campus and classrooms are, like, really cool. They're super okay. nice. They're, like, renovated. And then oh, – a few that are nice. And then, like, the other half are, like, built from, like, the
2: 50s. You know? It, oh, okay. actually, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm just exaggerating. They're just really old. BARB. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear all the little acronyms for, like, all the yeah, different yeah, various
2: yeah. buildings. But Testing center, that place stinks.
0: Yeah. BYU is kind of unique because most colleges, you either take your tests for your classes online or, like, you show up to, like, your scheduled class that day and they hand the test out to you. As oh. you they do do that occasionally, but a lot of the times you have to go to the <laughs> testing center. So it's like this really big building where you just go and take the test and it's just brutal. Gotcha. So, um, uh, it
2: kinda sucks. Yeah.
0: Uh, so that's uh you might have to deal with that and we apologize. But uh-huh. uh, I I think you'll uh yeah, there's not much to talk about as far as yeah. You. Yeah. you'll get used to it. You'll figure it out. You'll uh-huh. figure out how to like it. Uh, a nice little food court, you know. And mm-hmm. So you'll probably be eating there quite a bit. Yeah. But um but, yeah, and I'm sure, you know, the ladies will be flocking on you. So, just put on your AirPods. <laughs> put on your AirPods and just focus on going in class. Don't let these Utah yeah. girls get to you, man. They're cute. Yes, sir. They're cute. Yeah. They're cute. Uh-huh. So just be careful. Just be careful. Just say, guys, you run off track. Man. Yeah. No, yeah, we, yeah. We had, like, sports, campus, girls. Yeah. 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 No. Uh-huh. But, anyway, hey, dude. Dude, this has been so awesome. LJ, thanks so much <laughs> for coming on. Uh
1: so thank you for having
0: me. Uh, yeah, we,
2: it's been nice meeting you for
0: sure. Uh, yeah. may, maybe we'll have you on again um, when the season comes around, or you mm-hmm. know, whenever you have when time. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you, yeah. oh, you know, uh, feel free to stop by. You're always a, you're always a welcome guest here on BLT yeah. Talk sports, so yeah,
1: it says, sounds great.
0: Uh, cool. uh, thanks, LJ. Yeah. All right,
1: thank you.